Hello and welcome to Cyber Sound Bites, the podcast that explores how best to protect yourself, your family and friends online. We'll also keep you updated on the latest cyber threats whilst taking a deeper dive into subjects such as social media use, the dark web and online gaming. I'm Claire Chambers and this time I'm talking to Ian Henderson, who is Head of Information Stewardship at the Ministry of Defence. Ian is also the MOD's Data Protection Officer, so we're going to be talking all about data and why it's important to protect it. First of all, I asked Ian to explain what his job is. So I am the uh, Head of Information Stewardship, responsible for driving uh, compliance with all information-related legislation within the MOD. So uh, that's the Freedom of Information Act, the Public Records Act, uh, but perhaps most importantly, the Data Protection Act, for which I am the MOD's Data Protection Officer. Quite an important job, because data is serious business, right? Just to simplify this thing, can you explain to us what sort of data we do need to be protecting? Uh, so, so the MOD um, needs to be protecting all of its data, but within the context of this conversation, clearly, um, it's the data relating to people, um, and and you know, which 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 is very much you know, it is their data. It it belongs to them. They have a sense of ownership, and and you know, it's it's just so important that we 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 respect um, their, their, their essentially what is part of them. Yeah, I think it can be forgotten sometimes because you own a bag, a pair of shoes, you know that's yours, whereas data is kind of this thing that's in the air a bit more, so it's less of a, a thing to to realise that it does need protecting us in the same way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But it's, you know, it's um, not only is it harmful to the individuals if we don't protect them, protect it, but, you know, it's it's just that sense of, of ownership and, and uh, you know, almost... Um, yeah, I've 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 lost something. It's it's you know it's um it really is important. And it's hard to get it back. Data once it is uh, lost. It, it, once it's once it's uh once it's out there, it's out of control. You you've lost control. Yeah. Okay, so we know it's super important to protect. How many incidents are reported each year uh, across the MOD? Um, so so we do have um around about a thousand incidents this year. Um. Now, now, most of those are fairly innocuous. They're not, um, uh, you know, their emails being sent perhaps to the wrong with the wrong address by just by by mistake. Uh, but we have had two incidents this year that have been sufficiently serious that we've had to report to the ICO. Okay. So, what happens when they do get reported? Uh, so, when they're reported, um, the ICO will conduct an investigation. Um, they will determine whether the MOD was at fault. Um, and if they did, and and will um, will make recommendations on what it is that we can do to improve things. You know, in in, in the worst cases, um, we we will suffer a reprimand, or we could indeed suffer a fine. Okay. And fines can be quite significant. You know, they can be um, up to uh, yeah, a couple of percentages of uh, your entire turnover, which okay. for the MOD, of course, is is a significant thing. Yeah, and that money definitely could be spent on a lot more important things than paying off something that could have been prevented if think, if data was looked after in the right way. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, it's um, it's money taken from the department. You know, we can't go to the Treasury and say, can we have some more money to pay the fine? We have to find it within our own budget, which, of course, means that um, other really critical activities within the department suffer. But, but actually, 
the business of driving data protection compliance suffers because it's the same pots that we're all looking to um, we're all looking to squeeze. Yeah. Now you've talked about the the fine size fine side of it, like the business side of it. But personally, someone whose data has been leaked, how would it impact them? So it, it depends what the data is, but I mean, you, you can imagine that um, some data will allow people to be able to clone individuals, to, to masquerade as that individual. And of course, all of the, the, the consequences of that could be that um, the, the uh, you know, that the, there could be financial harm because because fraud can occur. Um, but, it, with you know, there are also cases where, you know, the, the data could put them in physical harm as well uh, perhaps names and addresses perhaps details of um special characteristics relating to um you know their their, their gender or, or their political beliefs and such like um it, it can actually cause real harm mm. which is why you know the ico is so so rightly so so hard on this. absolutely there's a lot of factors involved with data i think sometimes parts of it you don't even realize are someone's personal data as you just said like their religious beliefs maybe things that can identify them which in certain situations could be incredibly dangerous yeah, absolutely and and you know the the data protection act and under the previous um, iterations of the act you know they they, they have their origins in uh, in the european convention of human rights and very much going back to the Second World or after the Second World War, and you know, because of certain protected characteristics, there is real harm to, uh, you know, to, to the basic human rights of individuals. Mm. Um, that's 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 where this thing is uh, is pitched at, really. Absolutely. Now, is it becoming harder as we get into a more and more digital world? All of us are on social media all the time. Does it become harder p- to protect data within a digital world? Uh, it, it, it is challenging. Um, I mean, one of the, um, the you know, we, we're all terribly busy. Um, we, we can all, um, you know, forward that email without necessarily looking down at the what, what went before. And there's a massive chain there and, and we've just forwarded it on. Potentially it has personal data. Um, we, we, uh, you, you raise social media and um, we can quite often, you know, um, publish things without necessarily understanding the consequences uh, you know and and it, and, it, and it is all very instantaneous these days isn't it it's um we you know we we're, we're straight on it yeah. we sent it but once it's sent it's gone uh, yeah. and you've lost control once it's out there it's out there isn't it even if it's just yeah. something that's up for 24 hours a quick story that's someone can still screenshot that take that and you don't know where that information yeah. is going to end up it's gone yeah yeah Okay, so have there been some instances recently which has really brought a focus on looking after people's data? Um, yeah, I think you. I mean, you've probably seen a number of incidents um, across government um, over the summer. So, so earlier on this in the summer, we had the PSNI, the Police Service for Northern Ireland, data breach, where um, inadvertently, because a spreadsheet was shared, but there were um, hidden columns, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the personal data relating to um, police service members within Northern Ireland was, was made public. Uh, within the MOD, uh, we've had a, a number of very, you know, seemingly innocuous um, incidents, but, but potentially had, had um, 
big, big significant consequences. So uh, just recently this summer, we uh, we had emails. I think it was in the press. You'll have seen that um, the, the the domain name for Mali as a country, .ml, mm-hmm. is very similar to the domain name for the US military, .mil. Right. And, and just as a simple typo meant that um, the emails of personal data from the MOD uh, were being sent what we thought were being sent to the the U.S. military, uh, but actually we were being sent to a domain uh, related to um, the, the, you know, the Mali government. Mm. Um, uh, and, and another one, uh, improper use of um, email address lists, uh, where, where um, in September 21, uh, the Secretary of State had to stand up in the House of Parliament and talk to the fact that, uh, you know, because... Um, emails had been sent to multiple recipients in the clear. Um, we we had we had inadvertently shared the email addresses for lots of Afghan uh, citizens who who had supported uh, the Ministry of Defence mm. uh, when when we were engaged in Afghanistan. Some really high profile cases there, Absolutely. which I think we've all seen play out in the news, and we've seen the impact it has had on sure. people and their families. So it's, it goes quite widespread. It doesn't just affect the person whose data has been leaked. Um, yeah, it really Indeed. can have some serious effects there, here and abroad. Absolutely. Yeah. So they're very high profile cases that you've told us about there, which I think we all have heard at least one of those and heard of the consequences on the people and their families as well. What is being done to look after those people since those incidents and how are we looking after this? So um, in terms, I mean, there's been some fantastic work that Christine Maxwell and her cyber defence and risk team have been doing to minimise the, uh, the, the, uh, the likelihood of these actions happening again. So the uh, data loss programme that Christine has introduced has... Um, Essentially, uh, now the um, alerts are bit up, will pop up if you're trying to do to to, to uh, send an email to Mali or trying to send um, personal data to lots of people in the clear. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, once um, incidents are reported, then uh, it falls to my team to to uh, to work with both the information commissioner uh, and indeed. Um, the, the individuals in, in some of these cases to mm. you know, to, to, to make sure that uh, the, the risk of harm is minimised. So there's kind of two parts to it then. You've got the mm. the uh, the action beforehand, kind of where you know there could be a possible potential for leak, like the email addresses. You've got alerts going up there, but then there's you guys, once it has happened, there to try and minimise everything that could go wrong. Do it, doing whatever we can, providing mm. advice on how people can protect themselves. Uh, but also working with the information commissioner yeah. to uh, you know to address their uh, their concerns and to take on board whatever their recommendations will be in these instances. Absolutely, it's all about the detail, isn't it? Just a simple wrong letter in an email address can can change a lot of things Absolutely. and have a lot of con- consequences. <laughs> it really can, it really can, and that's why it's so important just to to think before you 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 hit send. Okay. Can you tell us a bit more about the review that's uh, taking place? I know there's a the chief data officer is uh, taking part in a review for this. And can you tell us a bit more about that? Yep. So, so um, I, I mentioned the high-profile incidents, uh, PSNI, the incidents within the Ministry of Defence. Um, all of that uh, has led the 
Ministry of Defence to recognise that it's not insulated, from, you know, and, and, and we need to take a, a, a real look at um, our data protection compliance um, and how data protection compliance um, is actually happening in, on the ground. You know, how, how aware are individuals? Do they understand what their responsibilities are? Uh, what more can we do to make it as easy as possible for them? So, so the uh, the exco, uh, the or the executive committee uh, have initiated an independent review of data protection compliance within the department. Um, it's being led by a chap called Neil McIver. He's the chief data officer for the Department for Education, and he's supported by a a small team of mod civil servants who. Um, are now conducting a review, mm. largely using um, a thing called the ICO's accountability tracker, where the ICO has already said, this is uh, what our expectations are right. for data protection compliance. So, so using that as the uh, as the baseline and then going out and really testing mm. uh, you know, where, where is the department at and, and what is it that we can do more to, to improve our, our data protection compliance stance mm. within the department. What sort of areas is this review going to look into? Uh, so, so all of the areas are within the accountability tracker. So it's looking at uh, leadership and uh, it's looking at governance. It's looking at uh, training, education and awareness. Uh, it's looking at records management. Um, it's looking at uh, performance on subject access requests it's it's everything that the ico says this as a package comprises data protection compliance mm. and this is what we would expect to see in place okay um, it's, it's looking at the whole lot okay has the review made any findings so far uh not yet uh the the team are drafting their initial findings um which which are focusing in at the moment on leadership accountabilities and responsibilities but um yeah it's it's, it's early days mm. um, as it stands. okay do you think much will change after the review uh, once that's been put out i i think there will be certainly a lot more tightening up of um of uh, accountabilities and responsibilities being clear on uh, uh, you know on what it is that um people are accountable or responsible for what um what is expected of people, mm. I think there will also be um, a. You know, wh where is it that we can apply system tools to help individuals? I mean, everyone's busy. Mm. What is it that we can do to minimise the, 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 the load on individuals? As well? Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked about the impact of leaking someone's data. What data is, and the things that could change after this review as well. What would be your tips to staff to protect personal data? So that's a great question. Um, so, so I think I, I, I have a number that I might have prepared earlier. Um, <laughs> so, so I think I think um, it, 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 it largely data protection compliance. Actually, you know, it, it, whether it's people, process, or technology, actually, a lot of it comes down to the people. Yeah, uh, um, and therefore. What is it that our staff can do to 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 minimise the risk of them becoming involved in a, a data protection incident? Mm. Um, so, so I would say the first and foremost would be that you know we we have a very good uh, mandatory training package called protecting personal data, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 really drives home its current. It talks to these recent incidents that uh, I've, I've just mentioned. Mm. Um, but it, it it gets data protection right at the foot, you know, at the front of your your, your mind. Yeah. So so I would suggest you know it is annual. Uh, make sure that uh, if you haven't done it, do it, and make sure that you you do it regularly, annually. Yeah. Um, to, 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 to just refresh yourself, your awareness, yeah. uh, and, and just to keep it at the for- forefront of your mind. How long does that take um, to do that? It's about 10, 10 minutes. Excellent. It's, 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 yeah. it's you know, but as I say, it really is current. It talks mm. these, these, these these real issues that mm. uh, I've just mentioned. And, and it is available on the uh, defence, uh, the DLE, the Defence Learning Environment. Okay. Um, I think the second thing I'd say is that, you know, um, <sighs> Make sure that you send an email to the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, check. You know, the the, the Mali example is a is a classic. But make sure that you are sending it to the right person. It's yeah. so easy. You get a drop down to send something to the wrong person. But also, you know, make sure that you do that that check of when I'm forwarding on something, what's what's sitting below my screen, and and, and just make sure that um, you know you're not inadvertently mm. forwarding on something that that whoever your the recipient is mm. has has no need to see i think um, sorry to add to that as well mm. when you get an email from someone checking the email address because so often it just comes up with a name and then when you click on it absolutely. you break it down it could just be one letter different to the person you're actually emailing it could be someone Indeed. trying to trick you into sending some data back so that's also important it, it is absolutely yeah when we're storing personal data uh, in team sites uh, yeah, just and 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 if it does contain personal data, yeah, just check what's the status of that team site. Is it protected? Does it have um, access controls, um, or is it open to everyone? And if you're not sure, go and talk to someone who who can tell you. Mm. Go and talk to your iHub, yeah, um, and 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 just check that you're not inadvertently sticking something in that anyone can search for, anyone can find, and anyone can open. Yeah. Um, we we also have um you know so, so that's i mean that's talking about email sending talking about storing stuff um but don't keep it for any longer than it needs to be kept for, mm. you know, you know we, we, we're, we're all it, it's too easy to to stick something and store something and then forget about it uh, yeah. but of course the data protection act you know one of the key principles of date the data protection act is that you we don't process personal data for any longer than we need to be processing it, and that means storing it as well. Mm-hmm. So, so do go and make sure that you know if it's no longer required, go and get rid of it. Yeah, um, and never get it, get yourself into the uh, the mindset of I'll keep it just in case I might need it later. You know, the Data Protection Act is very clear mm. that you need to have a lawful basis for processing that data, and might need it later doesn't really cut it as a, a, no. a lawful process. No, not at all. Um, if you um, if if you do think you've had a breach, uh, then um, or, or or an incident, or you're 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 concerned, then I think it's really really important to to uh, to notify. And, and to re- use the MOD's incident reporting form, uh, and to, to you know to, to, to alert the department to it, so that mm. we can take action as quickly as possible and and, and deal with it. Um, and, and actually, as an as a department, you know, we we near misses are, are, are okay. Um, 
you know, it, we would ra- far rather it was reported and we have bigger numbers of stats mm-hmm. than, than for things to be hidden and then to become um, horrible and messy and, yeah. and really difficult. To I think with. that's an important point to hover uh, on because I think sometimes when you get into these situations, don't panic, just talk to someone about it. And obviously, as you said, the sooner it can get cleared up, the less damage it could be about to do. I think things are very so, important takeaway yeah. from this. Yeah, and then I, I guess my final one would be. I mean, you you talk to um, uh, you talk to social media. Uh, it, social media is an interesting one, isn't it? Because you know there are lots of keyboard warriors out there, and, and people can get angry very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think um, yeah, if if do ne- never disclose personal data on social media without either the permission to do so or a really good business reason to do mm. so. We, you know, we've we've had a number of cases where um, colleagues have complained about their names and photographs being posted online. They haven't given consent. There's not been a good reason, and actually, uh, it it's potentially put their privacy and safety at risk. Mm. But they, you know, they 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 felt violated by it, um, and you know, it's it's that's not right. Now, if your data is leaked, will you be notified of that? Uh, so, so the ICO actually sets the bar for notification. It, uh, higher yeah. than the bar. Sorry, the the the, noti- the the ICO sets the bar for notifying individuals as higher than notifying the ICO. Right. Um, so so there's a balance to be struck there. Yeah. Um, in in some cases, it will cause more harm and distress to the individual through notification yeah. than the actual harm that would be caused by yeah. the fact that the information's out there. So yeah. so uh, not always. It 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 it's 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 about um it's it's about that balancing that risk balancing the risk of harm yeah and and uh, yeah I'm making the judgment on that yeah now if your data has been leaked is there a way of protecting yourself or is it best to come to you guys for some more advice on that one uh, so so if you uh, if if your data has been leaked um, then uh, my team are always here to 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 provide advice and guidance. Mm. There is also a network of data protection advisors throughout the MOD. Uh, each of the top level budgets, the HLBs, they they all have data protection advisors. Um, so there's always someone that you can come to. Ian, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like we've learned a lot from that. There's loads of great tips and takeaways from that. Double checking who you're sending those emails to, thinking about what data you could be leaking in that process as well. Checking the email chain as well when you're forwarding things on. So many great tips there. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. That was Ian Henderson, the MOD's Data Protection Officer. Look out for more episodes in this series. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find out more by emailing the team at cyberconfident at mod.gov.uk.